Dan, let's give the people what they want, man. Who are you? What do you do? And we'll go from there. Well, right now, I technically don't do anything. Okay, not anything. But, <laughs> um, yeah, my name is Dan DeGangie. I'm a senior engineering manager. Uh, did like a 20-year tour of duty and a lot of front-end, full-stack development. Like I have a JavaScript tattoo on my leg because I'm a crazy person. There you um, go. But yeah, my last few years, I've been on the leadership side of things, tons of hiring, building teams, delivering cool software, solving stuff that I may not actually be smart enough to solve, but somehow my team helps me do. Um, but yeah, I was laid off recently, first time in my career, but I was like, hmm, I can ask Taylor to help me with everything and put it out there. And I know I'm not the only person going through it. So I was like, I think I got to be on the show. We got to talk about this. Yes, definitely, <laughs> definitely. Dan, 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 he filled out his name for the form. It says Dan got laid off the Ganji. There you go. <laughs> um, so Dan, let's go ahead and dive in, man. We have a lot to cover today. Um, you, uh, are we talking corn or flour tortillas? Oh, oh, tacos. Um, listen, here's the deal. I, I'm a flour tortilla guy, but I will tell you this. A good, listen, hold on, hold on. A good corn tortilla though is better than flour tortillas. Steven asking the good questions, Steven, the hard stuff. Steven's out here really just bringing, bringing the heat Tuesday morning. Um, Steve, I appreciate this. And then Chris, it's good to see you, buddy. Um, so, Dan, I mean, yeah. So, you've kind of gone through some layoffs. I want to talk about the head game a little bit, right? I mean, it, it can definitely mess you up. Um, definitely doubt yourself a lot. I mean, I was talking to Mark. Um, at He's a developer uh, advocate at Google with the Angular team. He was talking about how he's taken L's in his career. I feel like social media is all about the highs. Talk about really over the last year and, and kind of some stuff that that you've gone through. Yeah, I mean, so I actually brought a special guest that I think it personifies how we all feel right now, which is that this is fine dog. Um, it's he's just he needed to stop by because I feel like this is how we all feel right now. Um, but I feel it myself, to be honest. Um, so I worked at, I'll go really quick kind of back. I worked in a couple, two jobs ago, um, got brought in, got chased down for a job. It was really cool, but it ended up going down a very bad path and it was beating me up mentally and tons of different things that I don't want to get into. But sure. I ended up going to active campaign um, right. when I decided I was going to leave there. And it was, I didn't enjoy going through the interview process again, not because of active. What I mean is just, it was so soon. I'm like, I got to get back into dating and swipe right, swipe left type of stuff. Seriously. But I got in there and I actually loved the place. I, it was all the special operations type work I want to do. I got to support teams, build cool stuff. And then they had a round of layoffs. And I won't lie, I kind of freaked out that I got, it was, a, it was like a 10 minute before nine o'clock CTO is like, Dan, you got time to talk? I'm like, oh no, what did I do? And, I but the reason I say it is, is like, I got back into it and I kind of been going slow and I feel kind of beat up and I'm even questioning myself. Like, yeah. Yeah, You know, like tons of network connections. I've got great experience. I've done a lot of cool stuff. I do side stuff, you know, and like, it's just, it's like imposter syndrome. It's like, it yeah. feels like it's not true if I look at the facts, but my brain is being a jerk and it's like, no man, maybe you're not as good or maybe you can't do that or they don't really want you. And it's just, it's hard to get through. And I also, it's funny, um, I'm going to forget the name because we just connected on Twitter, but um, I don't know if I've ever said on the show, but I'm also bipolar as well as okay. ADHD and anxiety yeah. and all this stuff. And you take all that and you put those things together, it becomes a roller coaster of ups and downs and stuff. And so I guess it was just last thing we can keep going is 
if anyone is going through those, I feel for you. It's yeah. not easy. And not. it's trying to keep yourself above water, going to support networks, you know, talking to your friends, your family and stuff. So, and that's not even just job stuff. So I just want to get that out there. I really am big on the mental health space. So yep. I'll Same. pause there and we can keep going. <laughs> Same. No, I love that. I love that. Yeah. I mean, again, I mean, that, that was kind of my uh, thesis for like, for my keynote, you're not alone. Right. I feel like the job search can be incredibly isolating, especially if you do have, um, you know, a background with, ADHD or anxiety or bipolar, like it, 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 it can absolutely wear on you. I, I want to ask you this, Dan. I mean, how are you doing right now um, with everything? Where's your head at with the job search right now? Then maybe, maybe some things you've learned and maybe some things that you've not repeated that you've learned in the past. As soon as you said that, I was like preemptively thinking exactly about, about that. Cause you and I talk about it all the time. So I got to throw out there the biggest thing first, and I don't know the solution yet, but I really want to figure it out. It is still heinous to apply on sites. The disparate piece, go to Workday, go to Greenhouse, you go to Lever, but then they have separate Workday logins. It has been so frustrating to me. I really, if anyone wants to work on that problem, Taylor, I feel like you might be interested, but I really want to see if that problem is solvable. And I can tell you for sure, don't hate me, Dyson, indeed, you're not solving it. I'm just going to be honest with you. (laughs) The process is rough. And I find it really frustrating because like, I put hours into my website. I got my resume done digitally. I got it done in print, blah, 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 blah. And then I can want to act fast and move fast because there's, you know, especially if you're, you're not, you know, let's say you're not, you're in a spot where you're not good financially or you have to support your family. And I'm losing hours and hours and it's worth the investment of time. But it becomes frustrating and it makes you want to slow down because it's just like it's just a hurdle, a hurdle, a hurdle. And it's not the same thing. So I find that really frustrating to say the least. Um, But another stuff I'm running into is like, um, I I don't know why this is the case. And it's funny because I've talked about this on every episode we've done together. I have a stellar network, a lot of connections. And they have not had as much fruit this time for me to pull onto. And it's Mm -hmm. probably reminiscent of the job market. It's still not back. It's still weird, but it also might be a sign. Maybe my network needs to expand or I need to look at it differently. I don't know the exact problem there, but I was, I've been a little, not disappointed in myself or my network, but just that it wasn't as, it wasn't helping me like it had in the past, you know? And so now I'm, like you said, not doing the same thing. So, you know, what I'm going to say is I'm not just blasting my resume out 5,000 times and like, cool, I got two hits and being sad about it. It's talking to people, getting going to a connection, a connection of a connection. Um, I started doing some content stuff, which you've seen, although I'm very uh, baby footsteps into it right now. Yeah. But that's really the biggest kind of things I've been doing um, to get myself going and out there. And then last is just trying to repeat to myself, just like, you know, imposter syndrome situation. Hey, man, you've done some good stuff. You've got good experience. You know, you can do this, you know? How are you, you know, one thing again, and I am, believe it or not, grateful in a, in a way that I was laid off at Vaco because I was out here talking about the job search, never having been on the job search. Right. And so like, you know, mm-hmm. I, I've, I've gone through it now. How, how, how are you dealing? Cause like I was out here saying the job search needs to be nine to five. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. It's, it's, <laughs> it wears you out. How are you structuring your days, weeks, do you have a cadence aside from being on guidance counselor 2.0? Do you, do, do you have a schedule um, that, that you try to stick to that you think could help others? Okay. So I hope I don't butcher this. So you had on your most one, I think it was the most recent episode. It was a product designer. I'm failing to remember his name. Is that, do I have uh, that right? Uh, Frank, Frank uh, Bach. 
Frank, yeah. So I watched that episode and I remember, I think he has had a similar approach that it might not, I think it was actually not around like jobs. I can't remember. I think it was around like skill development maybe, but it was, I'm a little, this is funny. I'm a very like, I don't know if you know about Myers-Briggs and there's a lot of BS in it. Kind of. I'm more of an IS- Enneagram guy myself, but yeah. Well, so they have like, it's like ISTJ and like the one that was called out is like the J on the end, which is like the very anti-winging it guys, like structure, organized. Like that really is who I am because I'm an engineer. But for some reason with this, I'm a very mixed bag. Like, I'm just like, I'm going to get a bunch of applications out today. I'm going to go look on my website. I'm going to do some writing. But that winging it style with my whole ADHD thing is also hampered me a bit so it's i've tried to do i forgot who i said this to her said oh it um it was tracy from uh oh man i met her at javascript camp she's a she's a pretty big name but it was asking for uh, like pomodoro technique say it again tracy lee yeah tracy lee yeah Yeah. and ironically i was giving her productivity tips with like pomodoro and stuff while i was being very unproductive myself um but what i brought up was that you know there's a you know, there's a mix of the freestyle folks, there's a mix of the structured folks, but then there's also like you mix them, right? And I guess what I was going to put out there I think is important is if I go too structured, like day to day, hour to hour, it feels constrictive. And if I go too freestyle, I feel like I'm really just jumping all over the place. Right. So that's kind of how I'm constructing it right now. So I don't burn myself out just on the idea of organizing it, let alone doing the work. Yeah. Do I, or do you set, so I'm getting a little granular here, like some people do, they just do interviews for clients on Tuesdays and Thursdays and then Monday, Wednesday and Friday and stuff. Or, I mean, like what I found myself doing is like in the mornings, I would like be hitting up people in my network and then calls would be in the afternoon. Do you have any sort of structure around that? Honestly? No. Okay. So if you look at my calendar right now, it's going to look sporadic. Um, I do try to split up the time so that I can breathe in between, you know, That's get my cute. kind of game face on in the sense of not like put the mask on, but just <laughs> kind of clear myself out. But I think if you're, if you're in the spot where you don't have a job, whether you got laid off, fired, or you're looking for, you know, it's your first time. You one thing you have that's a benefit, although I can give you a tip after this or people a tip after this. Sure. You have flexibility, I will assume, unless you have maybe another job because you got to support yourself. But let's just say if you have a pretty open day because you don't have a job, I try to flex my schedule as much as possible to support the people that I'm going to be talking to. It is okay. a two way street, okay. yeah, but I'm like, hey, I've got flexibility. Like if I talk to a, a VP, there I got to figure out how to get into their schedule, not right. them into me, right? They got right. hundreds right. of meetings a day yeah, type yeah, of yeah. thing. So yeah. But I will say maybe one tip too is, and I say when you write the emails to schedule, you do want to be very concrete about providing availability. So I always say like give them two to three days with like a couple hours or a single hour block um, to make it easy for them to pick and pull and figure out where it works. And if it doesn't, they'll be like, you know, I can't, can you do that? You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. it makes it easier, easier chance to get, you know, like you know, Calendly, great example of this place that solves the problem of the back and forth coordination. So this is more of a doing the communication style and working with someone to yeah. get the scheduling down, keep yourself good and also working with them, you know, for their schedule. A hundred percent. Yeah. I got a few more. So Alice comes in and goes, I found that daily, like getting a daily routine going for the job search is minorly helpful. A few things you can either chip away at each day with the timing a little looser. I can't stick to a rigid schedule either. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, and I found myself too kind of bouncing, um, but I have interviewed some folks on the show that have been like, I only do interviews on like, you know what I'm saying? Like they try to keep that talk about, um, uh, Jarek comes in here. I feel like the job search is nine to six for me, which leaves a little time for coding. Yeah. I mean, listen, I, I think my biggest thing for folks, when I see this, Jared, and I'm not picking on you. I'm just saying in general, 
make sure you give yourself breaks. Like that's something I'm becoming really passionate about right now, even with my work day. Like I, I, like I basically take off two hours in the afternoon, an hour to eat lunch, an hour to work out just to give myself, because I've started to find myself, if I didn't do that, hit a wall at three and then I'm unproductive for the last two hours anyways. So I'm interested in how, how do you stay fresh? You know, I actually have a thought around that. So I've, I do lately, the last few days has been more like flipping around. Like I was working on my website or working on a side project and then I'd go do job stuff. And that has been effective and you get the little progress each day thing. But I was thinking about, so when I'm, when I do like my one-on-one session, so by the way, I've also been doing a ton of mentoring on the side, which like getting to keep that when I don't have a job, like helping people and getting them the jobs and the career development, like super fulfilling. I really enjoy it. And I've had so many interesting ones lately. Um, But I was thinking back to a situation where um, unfortunately someone had like a loss in their family and another person was just getting burned out. And when we went into the one-on-ones, we didn't talk at all about anything work-related, any of that stuff. We just bullshit, sorry, BS <laughs> for the 30 minutes. So like the reason I say that is, is while you may have these days where you're doing piece by piece, you know, website, uh, you know, job applications, the break to me sometimes is, hey, you know what? I'm going to take the next day and just go code stuff. And I've done that. I learned Next.js. I've been doing some more TypeScript stuff, love writing Go and Kotlin and stuff. And I did the whole day on that. And I really enjoyed it because I don't get to code much anymore. So right. I'd say it doesn't have to be binary or always this structured piece. Like you can be loose with it and yeah. up or you know wiggle it and flex it around and stuff. And don't beat yourself up if you're not doing it, feeling exactly perfect in whichever way you go. I love that. We had a lot of people kind of just uh, kind of uh, being open and I appreciate y'all being so open in the chat. So Stephen Campbell comes in. I also struggle with the feeling that I should be coding when I'm doing other things. I finally realized that uh, to have just to give myself a little grace and other things mm-hmm. help mentally as well. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like you just, you just kind of, you got to give yourself a break mentally, especially when it comes to job search. Alice comes in here and goes, I also have ADHD. So I find it costly to, uh, to direct my attention to strictly either trying to focus yeah, yeah. Uh, one tactic that helps me in line, uh, a few tasks I found vi- valuable that I can switch between. I love that. Debugging up on one screen, developer docs on another. That way, when I get the impulse to task switch, I'm still, I like that. I like that a lot. Um, uh, Jared, I will save. Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry, buddy. I was just going to say if you do have ADHD, if you're multi monitor, especially when you're a developer or just that's how you work. When you want, when you're feeling like you're getting away from it, I highly advise limiting visual distractions. It could mean unplugging your monitor, getting rid of tabs. I hate a lot of tabs, but that does help significantly. And it's the same thing with audio. It really depends how your brain, you know, acts and interprets. But reducing distractions definitely will pretty consistently help at some level. I will say that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's see here. Uh, code is the best escape for life. Job, job. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Um, so I, I want to get into um let's talk about work-life balance versus money. Right. And, and, and I've had, I've had this conversation with myself. I've had this conversation with others about being content, right? Like, like what's important to you, right? If, if you want to go chase the bag right now, go get the bag, but that's fine. If you want to chase the title, that's fine. But at the end of the day, you know, the two things that essentially kind of run out the bag and the title. So anyways, <laughs> I could debate about? on this one. Yeah. <laughs> you, you and I have a lot of overlap on that. I think I commented on Twitter that this is one of the reasons I want to bring it up is, and I think this might've been the first episode you and I did, which is, I'm pretty sure I spoke to that. I actually do think it's okay to go for the money. Whereas a lot of people are like, no, if it's not your passion or you don't enjoy it or, you know, whatever it is, it's bad, but it really is about what you want. And that's why when I say like establishing values and things is like I said, 
when I was in my 20s, it was very different list than now that I'm in my 30s. And even sure. as I'm going mid 30s, it's starting to change. So I'd say it's what do you want plus what do you need? And don't let other people tell you that you're doing it the wrong way. You know what I mean? And specific to the bag and money, though, let me actually let me clarify. What do you mean when you say uh, just to clarify when you say limit or that kind of stops? What do you mean when you say that? Like I mean, you can't get more money or more titles? I mean, yeah, I mean, a title like you eventually cap out. Right. I mean, you can call your like it eventually you can only get so high. You can get the principal, fellow, staff, whatever. I get that. Um, at the most part, I think a lot of people may not work in an organization even get to that level. Right. We're talking probably just like senior at this point and principal. And that's it. The other side is with the bag is that aside from big tech and fang and stocks, salaries for the most part are capped to a certain extent. Yeah, if you if you think that you're gonna make even just to say make better or a lot of money, and 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 or I should say like call it get rich, you won't be making it from your three percent annual raises. I'm just gonna be honest. Like yeah. inflation yeah. alone, we all know is how bad yeah. it's gonna be. Moving jobs, getting promotions, getting big bonuses, getting stocks. So if you are someone going after big money, or you just are you know you need to support your family, so you need to make more money. And then maybe I'll throw in there too. And you you know and I've been talking about this. It could also be a side hustle, a side business, you know, but yeah. that's you trying to pull back on what you do in your day to day or your nine to five and you're happy and you're getting what you need. But then you have these other things that you want to do. But maybe that's it. You're content with where you're at. I'll be honest. I am a bad with being content person. I'm very grateful for everything I have, but like I want to keep shooting for the next thing because I want to see where I finally get like the line where I'm truly stuck and then how I'm going to get past that. Cause it's just like yeah. solving another problem. And I think it's fun. Absolutely. Um, Thomas comes in here, man, my last contract position paid a lot of money and I lost all confidence in my coding skills for a short time there because of how bad the CTO treated me. That's the thing that's, you know what? I actually had that come up in a random Reddit chat as a, as a mentoring problem, which was uh, someone was dealing with a very toxic boss. They took credit for their jobs. They would lie to the stakeholders about project delivery estimates. Um, they ran no form of agile and stuff. And that's the thing that's, they, it's the same thing as like the giving yourself a break earlier. You have to remember that there is the outside influence and the things you hear, and there could be valid validity to that. But then on the other side is like, you got to be like, is that really a true thing? Like, I like feedback, but I got to really think objectively about this. Is is it just that's a person that treats me poorly and I'm right. feeling bad because of it, even if it's not, it may not be true what they're saying or making right. you feel, you know what I mean? Um uh, So let's, let's talk again. I mean, there's so much to talk about, but I do, I do want to, I want to kind of go into probably my favorite topic and obviously something that you're getting better at is written content, right? Building your brand. Um, you know, I do want to give you props. I see you more right now on the internet than I have in the past. And so I can tell you're trying, yeah. um, talk about what you've learned. I know people are so tired of me talking about content and networking at this point, but I truly think it's the unlock. So please, please say some words where you can encourage others. That's not me because I know people are tired of hearing it from me. You know, I'll be honest. I think this might be the first time I've ever actually am going to speak to it as a thing. Not that I've not thought it was a thing you should do, but I just, I've noticed what it, what it, with what my goals are and where I want to be. Mm -hmm. And even with the minimal I've done so far. So all I've done is I wrote a few blogs and I'm sure you've caught this on Twitter. I, I'm an engineer, but I will fly back and forth every day to UX. I love complaining about UX and figuring out ways it could be better. And so I'm actually launching a site around that. I'm really excited. It's literally just, here's bad UX and the products we like. You know, and here's ways it could be better. 
you need to screenshot the things and you need to do the green screen feature on TikTok. So there's a designer I follow. I'll, I'll, I'll send them to you. There's a designer I follow that literally screenshots bad brands and talks about why they're bad. Here's, here's actually, I'd be curious what you think. So one, you have a much prettier face than I do. Let's start with that. I've always found that, so for sure, outside of what we do, like my career in engineering, I really like, I don't like the idea of being an influencer or putting my sure. face up there, but with sure. what I'm doing in my career, I do, but I don't, I don't like that idea of being an influencer. I don't really want to go on TikTok. So that's where but, I start I mean, to get into a weird here's spot. The here's the, I'm going to squash this now. You're, <laughs> I hate to say it. You're not an influencer. I'm not an influencer. In my mind, no. the true influencers are like the ones on TikTok with a good gazillion million. You're never going to get there. I'm never going to get there. No. So go ahead and get that out of your brain. Like as your friend, like that, that's an excuse for you not to do it. <laughs> that's fair okay that, I'll give you that. That, that is yourself telling yourself a lie to not you do it you're very intelligent you have a lot of great thoughts i love seeing your tweets about ux stuff and i think you doing like even a video to just talk about it i'd watch it because i love ux too i always say if there's one thing that i do if, if i was a techie true techie i would probably want to be a designer like i think designers have like the coolest jobs they make things look pretty which I think is cool. So I think you should do it. Stop telling those lies to yourself. I'm calling okay, you out. That's fair. All right. I'll say I'll, I was fair. But that's the thing too is is like what I like to think of as my influencer state is sure. all the mentoring stuff I've been doing. That that I have some ideas. Like I've actually been toying around with an idea of like a book and stuff. I've been doing the written content. But that to me is the influence I do like, which is helping people move faster problems, be more successful than I ever possibly could have been in my career. And that to me is super fulfilling. And if it gets out there in the world, that's cool. But if it doesn't, I'm still helping someone, which makes yeah. me feel really good. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I love that. Um, what, what have you seen though? Can you talk about like some of the effects you've seen with you posting as of late or has there really been any, to be honest? I don't know. So I was looking, okay. So here's a couple of things that got me thinking about it. So if you go to the top of my Twitter, once upon a time, you had Gem on here. Gem retweeted just a meme that I posted, and it got like a stupid amount of impressions. And that was like two, three years ago now. And I was always, but I, it's funny, so that's why I leave it up there. But I was looking at LinkedIn and actually Twitter Premium, which, by the way, they took my blue check mark away. So Elon, we're not friends right now because I'm paying you money. Did <laughs> you edit your name by chance? Because that's what happened. <laughs> I changed my photo. It's the dumbest and shit ever. That the fact that they <laughs> now they won't give it back. Re-verify you every time. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways. But I was looking at the impressions and like the engagement. Now my engagement's not high, but I was looking at impressions and impressions that don't lead anywhere doesn't mean they're useful or important necessarily, but the numbers were there, especially on LinkedIn. I came back to my profile one day from, I think I posted my layoff and I forgot two others. And it said, your overall analytics went up by 83,000%. And I'm like, that's wild. There was no yeah. repost, no reshares, just people engaging and interacting. And it wasn't even necessarily too much content. So I was like, there has to be something here. As I'm doing the mentoring thing too, I'm like, I could produce and write about this. I could put books out. I could put videos. Yeah. I really don't like the idea of being a coach, if you know what I mean, for the yeah. what that part of the industry right. looks like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's things that are starting to spin, but I know if I stop, it's not going to be as um, fire staying a lit. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, and, and so what, what are your thoughts about... Uh, I mean, have you made new connections from your content? Have have you been like been able to start conversations maybe that you weren't able to beforehand? Has any of that happened yet? And if not, I, no worries. I, I'm not 100 percent sure. I would honestly have to look back a little bit. I know one thing that I have pounced on though is 
there's people that I've been interacted. They follow me. I follow them on Twitter. And I realized that that's the only place that I've connected with them. And so I just did a few like new LinkedIn connections and they, you know, they, they have either they're really just smart people and talented, or they do work at like big companies or companies I might want to work at. And it's not my goal is to be like, Oh, get that out of somebody. Sure. But I can say at least I think I've talked to new people that I hadn't before. Um, like earlier I was talking, there's someone that's going to be launching um, uh, spaces for devs on mental health or trying to, and I'm, I feel so bad. I'm forgetting names right now because I can't see it. No, um, but those things I do feel like they've, they've come, they could have come up from those things. It's hard to attribute yeah. sometimes, you know, that's, right. that's right. Absolutely. Um, so uh, as, as we kind of wrap up here, the last, last next like 10 minutes or so, any other thoughts? Cause I know you have thoughts, any other, just <laughs> any other thoughts that maybe we haven't covered um, anything around the job search, um, anything else that you've maybe learned or again, stayed away from. Yeah. Just really quick um, on Twitter. It's uh, Sarah shook. I don't know if that's her actual last yeah. name, but she's the one that I was talking about yeah, the mental awesome. health stuff and was really open about hers just like I am. And I really, she's really cool. I'm really interested to talk with her more um, as far as other learnings go. Let's see. Um, I definitely could say, yeah, I mean, I would double down on one of the things we talked about, which is getting messages out there to people that aren't like the robotic, a page long type of thing, just to ask about, you know, like the job and if they like it, not even necessarily ask for an intro or anything. Cause like I said, I don't like to just ask people for stuff. It's ridiculous yeah. to ask before you, you know, take before you give kind of thing, yeah. you know? Um, so that still has got some conversation. So I guess to your point, I, maybe I have gotten some stuff and like some of that might've driven from content. Um, the thing we always talk about, 500 applications of your resume, you're not going to yield too much success. You should do it, but it's really not the main way to get a job, in my opinion. And I'll die on that hill all day. Um, what else? The content thing, I mean, we talked about that. Um, what other well, observations? Hey, real, real, real quick, real quick. I'm going to go back real quick on that comment. Yeah. Die on that hill with not doing 500 applicants. How, how are you, let's get tactical for a second. How are you like, in the inbox, like, what are your, what, like, how do you DM people? Cause I think that's what people have problems with. They're like, I don't know. I mean, I have my format with like admiration, flattery, a specific question, a specific amount of time to hang out with that person. Um, but like, you know, I was talking to Kelly Vaughn on the show and Kelly's like, I don't have time to, to talk to everybody. So she said she prefers as a director of engineering to just be messaged kind of the messages every now and then to get on her radar and then pounce when something is a fit. So what do your DMs look like? I, I really do. I even did this actually at my startup when we did emails, which is they weren't like this automated robotic looking thing, especially right. People are very on edge right now towards AI and like knowing when things are robotic, especially with the automation when it multiplies there. But yeah. my stuff's really simple. I'm just like, Hey, I saw you were doing this and at Adobe, like, so I was talking, I was trying to get to talk to someone at Adobe and I, I literally just said like, Hey, I see you work in engineering leadership recruiting. I'm interested in Adobe. I've been doing some stuff in the area, this role, and I let it go. And I'll be honest, they left me on red, which hurts, but it's okay. Like I've had another one that I reached out to and I just sent a very similar message. And one time, some of the ones I was doing, and I don't go in with this like move set, like to try and manipulate or get out of people what I want. Yeah, I go in trying to just engage like and talk. Text, essentially. Exactly. Like yeah. I just want to talk. And if you don't want to, that's totally cool. No harm, no foul. You know, so right. like 
I think for one of the other ones, you know, I was just like not even looking to ask someone for a referral. It was just, hey, just really quick, you know, is this place remote friendly? It's like, do you think the culture, you know, and sometimes they'll be like, hey, you want to hop on a call? Or it's be like, hey, here's a write-up. Or I went to someone I, worked, I went to high school with about a job. I asked for them to tell me about it. And now I maybe have a referral there. Not, I wasn't going for that. But right. it was a conversation. It was enjoyable. And I got to talk to someone I've talked to in like 15 years. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? I mean, it's nuts. And that's why I encourage people, op open up your phone book too on your phone and just see who you have in your contacts as well. Um, I always talk yeah. about making new connections. But I mean, the re reason why I got to Gun.io is because one of my biggest competitors introduced me to them, right? Like yeah. as a recruiter. So you just never know. Um, Jarrett comes in here. What are your thoughts on the open work banner? I think you should have it up. I think like, okay. I don't, why are people, there's one that? problem, one okay. problem with it. So, you know, when you go to upload on LinkedIn you can have the scale and the skew and all that stuff. Yeah. So you, it's hard to, you want to get your face like pretty large, probably even cut off somewhat. But when you put that open to work thing, I had to shrink it down. So you can't see me as well because otherwise I have a big green mouth and mustache, which I really do not like. I wish you could customize that better or they pull it out of the profile container. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Yeah, make sure I can see your face for sure. It's incredibly <laughs> important. Um, let's see here. Oh, uh, as as again, five three five minutes here. What, what what would be your biggest interviewing tip to folks who are on the job search? Something that you feel like maybe you do really well that others may not. Um, you know, um, because I could explain, I could say a lot with a lot of depth. Um, I know one for sure. This is not, and again, if you've seen me before, you know, Taylor, you know, is I'm not a reinvent the wheel, try and, you know, make sure. new things like some secret or whatever. Um, so I was actually debating with somebody on LinkedIn as a director at Pluralsight, which was, um, it was where like state the problem and then, you know, give the proposal, then give the reasoning. So the same thing as the star method, like, what was the situation? Uh, oh man, I can't remember the letters right now, but yeah, I, I what your action was ever. in the results, yeah, yeah. you know, like that is the best way. And it also helps you kind of like make answers more succinct. And then the other one we talked about is I circle back on points I made later in the conversation, whether I'm getting questioned or I'm asking questions. So um, and then also if you're in like a tech interview, especially or an interview where you don't get to talk much, get really good at your, your 30, you know, your elevator pitch. Um, but then when you, and I said this one a bunch of times, when you get to the questions, use it as an opportunity to get something else about their out you like, Hey, I've been really good at, you know, building these sales pipelines, um, blah, 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 blah. How does that look for us? What's our landscape? How do I have to build pipe with, you know, like that kind of thing. Yeah. And that is really strong and opportunities to get more out about you to prove out, Hey, I'm, I could be a really great person here for you. One thing I'm interested to hear your thoughts. One thing that I try to do, especially on my last job search is kind of zero in on like, Hey, what? Why are you interested in me? And what is the problem you're trying to solve with hiring me? And then I built my kind of all my answers around that, right? So like Gun.io, not a huge content presence. They're looking to kind of get into more growth marketing instead of traditional like paid ad marketing. They needed a sales guy, right? Um, and, and they needed somebody with deep, you know, staffing, talent marketplace experience. So what do you think I told them? I mean, all of that. Right. And so, <laughs> right. and so again, I think, I think digging into the core of what the company needs and why they're interviewing you and tailoring your answers is huge. Uh, I actually saw someone post on Twitter. I know we're at time, but saw a post on Twitter around product managers and it was like running agile and project management is not really the thing it's around actually like strategy. So they're basically like, if you interview or you're at work is like, what's product's role in strategy? How are they driving a strategy and executing this vision for the company and stuff? Like you got to dig into that stuff to really figure out what's going on. 
Um, and then also one last quick, I was another mentee from the last like month. Yeah. Um, they went in, they're in sales actually, not in engineering. And I gave them a bunch of my pro home run questions to ask. And one in one particular was what is like 30, 60, 90 days look like for me in success? This director of sales like lost it at how impressed he was with that question. I was like, yeah, home run. I love it. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, All right. So as we wrap up here, last three questions. Um, One, what do you do outside of the job search and work that brings you joy? I really, I know it's not detaching myself from work, but I really do enjoy the mentoring thing. Like, I don't want to stop doing it, but outside of it, I'm really hoping minus I kind of broke my foot. I want to get back to snowboarding this winter. I'm really nice. hoping that I can, but okay. I can't really af- technically afford it till I get a job. <laughs> right, right. Right. I love it. I love it. Are, are there, are you're, you're in Chicago, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the burbs nowadays, but Chicago, okay. generally, yeah, I'm yeah. happy to lie about. How far away are you from like downtown Chicago? Would you say so? I'm if you're like literally the middle of the loop, I'm 45 miles west. I'll be honest, I'm a city guy, it's my energy, but my parents are getting older, so I move near them to help take care of them in, in full transparency. Sense. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, uh, hey, let me ask you this what's the best? So, I, I always love restaurants and coffee and stuff. Any good coffee places or restaurants you've eaten lately in Chicago that you want to give a shout out to? I can't remember the name of the Japanese sushi place we went, which was ridiculous. Like they even made, I was like, I always try octopus when I go to a new sushi place okay, and they didn't have that kind of your as like nigiri. Food. Yeah. Like nigiri sashimi, they didn't have it. So they made me a special roll and they made me nigiri cause they have rather rolls. So I was like, that's super cool. I'll see if I can find the name. And then the other one, you probably maybe have heard this before. If you're coming for the Chicago deep dish, which I don't like to be frank, go to Pequod's. Pequod's is the place to go okay. if you want deep dish. No. Not Illuminati's, not Connie's. Go we, to Pequod's. We did Illuminati's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah okay. Next time up in Chicago. Um, all right, next question. Uh, what tools, technologies, I mean, outside the job search and your mentoring, like any tools, technologies, frameworks, I know you mentioned Next.js. Is there anything else you're kind of learning right now or, or reading about? Let's see. I've been going deep in Next.js, but not in the sense of the framework, but learning their architecture because they do a lot of really good things that I really like. Um, I've attempted to write some poorly written Rust, but I'm not going to keep doing that because that's not my area. But I have been doing Go and Kotlin um, okay. just as Go's languages. So right now, Go is cool. Like I like DevOps. That's how I got into it or writing some of it. So Kubernetes is built on. So okay. those are probably a couple. And then... I've oh I, I, last thing I've been writing a lot of regex. I published something about it. Regex has helped me as a manager and a developer, so I've just oh, been okay. doing a lot with that to make my life easier. Is tearing through text and changing it and stuff. So nothing super unique, but stuff I've been working with. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. All right, man. Last question. You probably know it's coming. We had guidance counselors in middle school, high school, and college, but now as adults, we don't really have a guidance counselor to turn to and ask questions. What would be your biggest piece of career advice to younger Dan? Uh. I really, I really wish that I could tell myself in the past that for the insane amount of hours and time that I put in, as much as I enjoyed it, I went so far and so hard that the amount of result doesn't equate out to the lack of life balance that I had as much mm-hmm. as I did enjoy the time. I wish mm-hmm. I could tell myself that also be better with your money. <laughs> you know, it's so, you know, what's so funny. You said that as I, so my brain works a thousand miles a minute. And, and as you were talking earlier, I was like, you know what? I need to bring somebody on to literally just talk about personal finances and just saving. Cause I feel like that's something that I don't talk about. And I feel like we need to talk about on this show. And I'm glad you brought that up 
huge gap in, in the education system. Yeah. Oh, good good thing I know about the circumference of a parallelogram during don't tax even, season. Don't, don't even start about education. Don't <laughs> even. My wife and I have had this conversation so many times. Uh, cool. I love that. Alex, thank you for the comment, man. Needed to hear about this today. So many things Dan brought up. Good. I love it. Yeah, hit up Dan. Again, Dan's Dan's a good dude and and um, uh, great resources. Plus one. For, yeah, I mean, listen, <laughs> it's, you know, at, listen, I'm going to be honest. I, I, I'm good at spending money. I'm good. Oh, at, I'm bougie. I'm bougie AF. Put, we should put on our LinkedIn's, to be honest. <laughs> bougie AF is, is what I am. And, and so is my wife. And, and so usually the joke is you get the Destins on vacation. It's like that skit I saw on TikTok where it's like, Bill, like your like money doesn't exist until you get back from vacation. Um, but <laughs> I, but I, I will tell you this. We've had more intentional conversations as a household over the last six to nine months because of this market. Um, and so, you know, it, it's been good for me. It's been growing pains for me, but I agree. Save your money. Save your money. Cool. All right, man. Dan, anything else, big dog? Um, Any okay, I'm gonna plug. Well, I hope I got a good amount of it in. I'm just going to throw this out there. I'm trying to bring back React Loop, which is the Chicago React.js conference 2024. So I'm just going to throw that out there if there's people interested potentially in trying to explore if that could be a thing. Um, so I'll throw that plug out there. I really want to see it. if we can do it. React in a while. Check it yeah. out. Check it out. Kayla, what up, girl? She runs uh, Magnolia JS. I'll be there next week. It's true. <laughs> Vacation money is basically, dude, the, the girl math stuff it just gets me uh, on TikTok <laughs> right now. I love it. Oh, Taylor. Yes. If you're anyone in the management space or leadership for engineering, uh, lead dev conference in West Coast, San Fran, Oakland that is next amazing. week. So really wish yeah, I so could go. It looks it, incredible. Yeah. So if anyone's going, um, please let me know. I would love to meet up there. One more time. What is it? So it's lead dev lead. and it's the West Coast one in San Fran, Oakland. Um, okay. Oh man, San Francisco people aren't going to like I said San Fran. <laughs> uh, lead dev conference. It looks good. Yeah. Dan sent it to me. Um, and uh, yeah, check that out for sure. Cool. <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, Dan, stay on real quick so I can buy you off air. But y'all, thank you again for hanging out with us today. Uh, tomorrow, I have Bria Sullivan on the show. Bria is a founder CTO um, of a mobile app uh, that now has 6 million users. Okay. So Impressive. we're going to talk about that. So that's tomorrow. Thursday, uh, Unicorn Finders have a pretty cool startup coming on. Basically, they are the uh, Plaid. So, you know, Plaid's the service that links your bank accounts for all these apps like Mint. They're basically trying to do that within the HR payroll system. So, um, so more to come there as well. And then Friday, I actually have two episodes ch chatting with a VP in India at 8, 8 a.m. 8 a.m. Central. It's an early guidance counselor 2.0 on Friday. And then me and Alicia Novin are going to be doing our resume critique unghosted series at noon Central on Friday. So, Dan, thank you, my friend. I appreciate you. I appreciate everybody tuning in. There's a lot of y'all today. It means a lot. And we'll see y'all tomorrow. Peace. Hey, you did it. You listened to an entire episode. And I am very grateful because you know why? There's a lot of podcasts out there. There's a lot of episodes. And I myself rarely finish an entire episode. So I appreciate you so, so much for listening. Quick reminder, please rate and review this podcast in the App Store. I want this to be discoverable to others. And the only way that happens is if you take the time right now and rate and review it, please, like right now, unless you're driving, then don't do it. So thank you again. If you need to reach out to me at TDeston on all social media handles, and I hope you have a fantastic day.